with me, if you will, for a little while to 1 Kings 10, 1 through 8. Amen. 1 Kings 10, 1 through 8. And when the queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon concerning the name of the Lord, she came to prove or test him with hard questions. And she came to Jerusalem with a very great train with camels that bear spices and very much gold and precious stones. And when she was come to Solomon, she communed with him of all that was in her heart. And Solomon told her all her questions. There was not anything hid from the king which he told her not. And when the queen of Sheba had seen all Solomon's wisdom and the house that he had built and the meat of the table and the sitting of his servants and the attendants of his ministers and their apparel and his cupbearers and his ascent by which he went up into the house of the Lord, there was no more spirit in her. And she said to the king, It was a true report that I heard in mine own land of thy acts and thy wisdom. Howbeit I believed not the words until I came, and mine eyes had seen it, and behold, the half was not told me. Thy wisdom and prosperity exceedeth the fame which I heard. Happy are thy men. Happy are these thy servants which stand continually before thee and that hear thy wisdom. I really want to preach about just what happened here a while ago. And that's that we approach the throne. Something happens when, and I, I, I think I picked up on something while you were pushing and trying to get people to pray in and seeking God. You use that term. Let's approach God. How many times do you say that? Two or three times. Y'all hear him say that? He must be in tune. I hope I am. Oh, let's approach the throne tonight one more time. Ask the Lord to bless the remainder of this service. Jesus, I need you, God. Thank you, Lord. Bless us, Lord. You may be seated. When the queen of Sheba had heard about the fame of Solomon's greatness and goodness, of his wealth and riches, and especially of his wisdom, it, it had reached her ears, and perhaps by means of, of the ambassadors of princes that had been at Solomon's court, or perhaps travelers through her country from Jerusalem. Somehow, somehow she got news down the road from, uh, and I understand it was quite a ways. It could take a long time to travel from where she was to Jerusalem. But I got good news for you. God has a way of getting his message out. And I, I want to I wanna, uh, comment just a second or so about the dream that Pastor had. I don't know what it's going to take, but I'm looking forward to having to fill that building up out there. Oh, yes. I don't know who it's going to be. It may be your testimony. It may be a new convert coming in here that shakes up Bethlehem and shakes up Marshall County and Putts Camp and the surrounding county. But God's got a way of getting his word out. I want to be part of that, don't you? Oh, yeah. He was a wise man. He was known in verse 32 of chapter 4. He spake 3,000 proverbs, and his songs were 1,005. He was not a beginner by any means. And uh, she came to uh, Solomon because she had heard of his wisdom and perhaps his riches. But she didn't come to ask for some treaty of some sort or get him to extend her boundaries and her borders, not even to get assistance against an enemy. Oh, yes. But she came to find out about what she had heard. Let me tell you something. That's the best way this world's going to find out how good the Holy Ghost is. 
is to come taste it for themselves. Oh, yeah. And uh, the world is asking now, the church, I was, I was uh, just recently with a, with, a, with a pastor of another church, and he said, how's your church doing? And I'm saying, fine, it's wonderful. And, and uh, we got to, uh, uh, and, uh, and he, he said that theirs was not really prospering too much and didn't have much of a, didn't much have much of a, uh, an idea that it was going to. But I'm telling you, the outside world ought to be looking into this Pentecostal movement and find out how to do it because we're going to have revival because we know how to approach the throne. Come on, somebody approach the throne tonight so they're going to be asking us, how did you do it? Ah, uh, yes. And I like the terminology of Scripture. The Bible said she heard of the fame of Solomon, not just about riches and talents and abilities, but she heard of the fame of Solomon concerning the name of the Lord. Amen. He wasn't just a rich man monetarily, but he was rich because he knew about the name of the Lord. I'm telling you, the richest people on earth are those that's been baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. I maintain that the happiest people in the world that's been buried in the water in Jesus' name got the Holy Ghost talking in tongues. Come on, somebody ought to show up here tonight and see for yourself how you can approach the throne yourself. Ah, uh, yes. She was wanting to know about his knowledge of the true God, the favor he had with God, the excellent wisdom he had received from him and what he had done for his glory and, uh, and honor. People ought to be astonished about how much we know about God and his word. As much as we've been around church, we ought to know a little bit about his word. I, I, was, I was talking with Jamie Potts yesterday. We had us a good old Phillips cheeseburger, didn't we, Jamie? He's over there waving in high, in high waters over here. But I'm telling you, I was amazed to know how much he knew about the Word of God. He said he read, read the Bible two times already. I'm telling you, they ought to be astonished about how much we know about God's Word and how much we have in us that the, that the Word put in us. Oh, uh, yeah. And so she came with questions. That was probably parables and riddles and things natural and civil and divine. He answered every question no matter how difficult it was. She was emblematic of the Gentiles, I think. Isaiah said the Gentiles seek the, 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 uh, uh, the word or seek for wisdom and seek for knowledge. The real search the world has is not for drugs and alcohol. That's only a, that's only a temporary. It, there's pleasures of sin for a season. But when you get the eternal word of truth in your heart, that's what the Gentiles are seeking for. That's what the world is seeking for. Come on now. When you, oh, yes, not just science and riddles, but thus what thus saith the word of the Lord. I'm telling you, there's a word for every problem. There's a word for every challenge. There's a promise for every need. Oh, that's the God I serve. That's the throne I'm approaching tonight. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. First Kings 8, 42 said, For they shall hear of thy great name and of thy strong hand. And I like, again, the terminology of Scripture, and of thy stretched out arm when he shall come and pray toward this house. I got some news for the world tonight. Bethlehem Church has got their arms open wide for you. It doesn't matter where you've been, how deep in sin you've been, how much a drug addict you've been, how much of an alcoholic you've been, how far you are away from God. If you was a backslider, somebody put their hands out. On our hand. Oh, yeah. You know what Jesus did on the cross? He stretched out his hands. 
this wide and saying, I love you. We got to stretch that arm tonight. Oh, yeah, and she came to Jerusalem with a very great train with many of her courtiers and principal men as well as with a large group of servants. She didn't come begging but offering to bear the expense of what she would benefit of his wisdom. Oh, Lord, that's a big mouthful. Let me explain that. She didn't, it was not all just about receiving for her, but it started with her giving. All some people, however, wanted the church as what they can receive from the church. Who was it? John President Kennedy said, ask not what the country can do for you, but ask what you can do for your country. But when you come giving your praise and giving your worship, when you come, worship is a type of sacrifice in itself. We present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. And I got some good news for you. Every time you lift your hand, God's going to turn around and bless you. Every time you say, praise the Lord, come on, he's not going to owe you anything. He's going to give you back more. He's going to give you back more than you ever give him. I, oh, yes, he did. Come on now. Come on now. Just, just a praise from, from us to him opens up the doors of heaven, and he pours us out a blessing we're not even able to receive. Oh, yeah. We're living in a, we're living in an age now where everybody wants the government to feed them. Lord, don't get me started on that. That's not even in my notes. You can tell when I'm walking away from here, that's not in my notes. But they want everything coming to them, but they don't want to put anything in. Come on. Don't tell the Lord to bless you unless you pay your tithes. Well, Lord, and give your offerings unless you come to church. Come on, you're praying against a curse. Come on now. Come on, but I'm telling you, there's some people here that know how to give, that know how to bless the kingdom of God, that know how to worship and praise him. That's why you're blessed tonight. That's why you look good. That's why you're feeling better. That's why everything's going to be, oh, yeah. I got news for you. Everything's going to be all right in the end. If it's not all right, it's not the end. I said it's going to be all right in the end. If it's not all right, it's not the end. Come on. Keep given and watch God bless you. Uh, yes. There was something different about this man. And I got news for you. There's something different about this church. She came with camels that bear spices. Her, her country abounded both with camels and spices. Their spices used to be carried on camels. That's, oh, how many spices can you carry on a camel? I'd say a camel can carry a whole lot, particularly frankincense for which Sheba was famous and is called the frankincense country. Isaiah 60 and 6 said, even, even, even the prophets knew about or, or was able to prophesy because God, God knew Solomon so well. He knew what was going to happen that he prophesied through these prophets. The multitude of camels, 16 verse 6, the multitude of camels shall cover thee, the dromedaries of Midian and Ephah. All they from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and incense, and they shall show forth the praises of the Lord. Oh, yeah, she brought very much gold. The gold of Sheba is spoken of in a psalm for King Solomon. Solomon was so great that God again inspired the writers to write about him. The psalmist prophesied in 72:15, and he shall live, and to him shall be given of the gold of Sheba. Sheba, prayer also shall be made for him continually, and daily shall he be praised. Come on now. And God has prophesied through the prophets that there's going to be a last day. And in the last days, I'll pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. 
come on now. And the sons and daughters are going to prophesy. Hallelujah. I'm here to tell you the last day. We're living in the last days. I'm glad there's some more talked in tongues tonight. It's still happening. We're in for a, come on, we're in for a big revival. We don't have to have an evangelist to have revival. You just go to the throne. You just approach the throne. You just see what God will do, and God will do the rest. Ah, uh, yes. And precious stones and crystals, emeralds, barrels, and uh, chrysolites. She communed with him of all that was in her heart, and she had laid up in her memory for that purpose. She, 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 she uh, cataloged it, if you will, and hung on to it till she got to see the king. And as some think some things which she had kept to herself, she never imparted to anybody else before. But when she was holding it all in until she got to the place where she could, she could talk to the wisest man on earth, and when she got there, though, she saw the meat of his table, various sorts of it, different dishes and a multitude of them. Kings 4, 22, 23 said, And Solomon's provision for one day, watch this, was 30 measures of fine flour and three score measures of meal, 10 fat oxen. Not just 10 oxen, but 10 fat oxen. They tell me the fat on a steak is better, really what gives the flavor to it. So it was 10 fat oxen, 20 oxen out of the pastures, and 100 sheep, besides hearts and roebucks and fallow deer and fatted fowl. What a meal. I'm telling you. This queen is seeing something she had never seen before. And I can't hardly stop right there. I'm going to tell you something. The Bible said when, when they saw this miracle, they said we have never seen it on this fashion before. I got some good news for you. God wants to do some things for us, for you, in your personal life that you couldn't even dream of. Somebody ought to take this word tonight. Somebody ought to accept this tonight. God wants to do something you hadn't even thought of. Come on. We, oh, my God. I'm, I'm seeing things that I wouldn't dream of here. Hadn't you, hadn't you already tonight? We've seen people get the Holy Ghost, maybe have never stepped inside an apostolic church. Come on, she had never seen it before, but she's seeing it now for herself. Ah, what a meal. And I'm, I'm hurrying here. Y'all took up a whole lot of time while ago, so I'm getting mine now, okay? <laughs> it's, it's all good, too. Okay, the sitting of his servants who were placed in order, it was without confusion according to their rank and degree, which showed, uh, showed wisdom as well. Oh, yes. So they were placing, God's got an order of the way things ought to happen. Isn't that right? And the attendance, here's another thing she saw, the attendance of his ministers, those that waited both at the king's table and the tables of the lords, who each had their proper place and business assigned, so that the most decorum was, uh, decorum was observed and no confusion or disorder to be seen. God, again, has an order. He's got a forethought. He knew how this service ought to run tonight. He knew exactly where it ought to be. He, he knew how to get us prepared to hear the word of God. He knew how to prepare somebody's heart to receive the Holy Ghost. He has an order of things. Sometimes I don't understand it all, but God's got an order of things. If we'll just lay it, stay in line and follow him, it'll be all right. And oh, yes, and they saw their apparel, and she saw their apparel, the peculiarity of their robes and their splendor and costliness. No doubt they were rich and splendid. Their attire must have been different, and I got news for the world. Our attire is different than the world. Some things we don't wear. Some places we don't go. Oh, I, 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 I'm, I'm tempted. I'm tempted, but, but, but maybe I won't. Maybe I won't yield to the temptation. But I read online last night. How does the attorney dress his defendant? I'm, 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 I'm gonna skip it. I'm gonna let you go. Google it yourself. Remember this, how does the attorney dress his defendant? 
And I'm saying, if the attorney can tell the defendant how to dress when he walks, when they walk in the courtroom, then we can tell some people how they ought to dress when they come to the house of God. We don't walk into the presence of God looking rough and scrubby. We don't walk into the house of God. Come on now, without our best attire. My daddy used to say, you don't have to have expensive clothes. You don't have to have the, 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 the latest style, but just wear your best to the house of God. Why? Because you're approaching the throne. I'm not going to a show. I'm not going to a ball game. I'm not going to the beach tonight. I'm coming into the presence of God. Come on now. And that's the way we ought to dress ourselves. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It took a lot to impress this woman. This, 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 this queen. It took a lot to impress her. She brought a bunch of gifts herself. She was not poor. It took a lot to impress her. Yes. And I got some news for you. For you. They, 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 the church don't have to, doesn't have to compete with this world. We don't have to outdress them. We don't have to have everything on a silver platter for us. But I tell you what. I tell you what, we don't have to compete with them because we come into his presence. That makes it all together different. I've heard many times people say, I like your music down there. I've had some say they didn't like it too. But, but uh, what they really liked, it, those that liked it, liked the spirit behind it. It wasn't because we harmonized tighter than anybody else or we had the best skills of anybody else necessarily, however we do. But I'm telling you, it's not necessarily been that way all through the years. But I'm telling you, what makes a difference is when they come into the presence of the Lord. When you approach the throne, things are different. Things are different. I don't have to com I don't have to compete with the world's greatest uh, 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 the world's greatest speaker tonight because I got the Holy Ghost that's pushing me. I got the anointing that's pushing me, and that makes all together difference in the world. I don't have to fear what they think or what they say. I'm not in competition with them. It took a lot to impress them, but I tell you what: when you get in the presence of God, that's worth more than anything else in this world. In the presence of God, there is fullness of joy, and at his right hand, pleasures forevermore. The psalmist said, 84:10 of Psalms, for a day in thy. Can you read it? Can y'all read? Read it. For a day in thy courts is better than a thousand. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. I like this terminology of scripture again. For a day, just a day in thy presence is better than a thousand. I've said it many times. Well, better than a thousand. Why didn't he finish it? Why didn't he say a thousand minutes, a thousand hours, a thousand days? A thousand months, a thousand years. It doesn't make any difference. Just a day in his presence is better than a thousand anything. It's better than a thousand shoot-ups of drugs. It's better than a thousand pints of liquor. It's better than a thousand anything. My God, what I'm feeling tonight, you can't compare it to anything. This world, you can't compare anything to this. She now had proofs that could not be denied. She had heard about it, but now she's seen it for herself. And the last thing mentioned on this list 
When we talk about dress, we talk about attendance of the ministers, we talk about the servants, we talk about their apparel, we talked about the meat at the table, and she was all impressed with that. But it waited till the last, the last thing mentioned, which topped it all, it crowned it all. Oh, yes, it's his piety or the ascent by which he went up into the house of the Lord with what gravity and seriousness and an air of devotion in his countenance I'm reading. He appeared when he went to the temple to worship God with as much humility then as he had majesty at other times. Oh, he might have been mighty and powerful, but when he started walking up those steps to that temple, he showed a humility. Come on, you don't come in here and tell God, you got to do this and you got to do that. But you come in here saying, God, here I am, Lord. I need you. I need you, God. I need you, Lord. And she saw as mighty as he was when he started walking up those steps. When he come through that mighty viaduct from the palace to the temple. I, I, can't, I can't picture it all. I'm telling you, there must have been arches and, 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 and posts and, and columns and whatever and, and overlaid with gold and everything else. But I'm telling you, it wasn't, it wasn't that that impressed her. But the thing that impressed her the most was he as he ascended up into the temple of God. Again, again, our talent can't impress. Our dress don't impress. But they, oh yes. You know why, you know why people's getting the Holy Ghost here tonight before preaching? Because they watch you love God. They watch you worship God. They watch you praise God. This ought never be a dead dry church. This ought not ever be dull and boring because you ought to make, some of you not helping me right now. If a sinner's watching some of you, I wouldn't want what you got either. But if you're praising God and smiling and happy, I'd want what you got. Praise him. Come on, somebody. Praise him. Oh, yes, to go up from his palace to the temple. It was so curiously devised and so artificially wrought that it gave the queen, among other things, a sensible proof of his great wisdom again, as well as his religion and piety. His ascent, again, crowned it all. More than Solomon's wisdom and the house that he had built, more than the meat of his table, the sitting of his servants and the attendance of his ministers and their peril in his couple. So it, it impressed her so much. It got her. It got her. If you Have you ever been gotten? Have you ever been taken back? Have you ever been so surprised and pleased with what you saw? It just about took your breath. Well, the Bible says, so that there was no more spirit or breath in her. I don't know if she passed out. I don't know what happened. But she was quite astonished, like one in a state of overwhelming emotion, rapturous delight. She had no power or, uh, for a time to speak with what she saw and heard so affected her that she took her breath. My God, I wish we could have so much worship in here that when people walk in here, <gasps> <gasps> Can y'all hear me? Oh, come on, somebody. And you come in here, sit and dry, don't clap your hands, don't ever stand up, and don't ever praise God. You ought to be, a, oh, Lord, my God, I didn't plan on doing that. You ought to be ashamed of yourself because you're trying to reach the queen. You're trying to reach the world. You're trying to reach somebody out of the kingdom. I said, you're trying to reach somebody out of the kingdom. Come on, it ought to be so much that it takes their breath. Praise him, praise him. When all the kings, the Amorites, and all the kings of the Canaanites, this is a verse, heard that the Lord had dried up the waters of Jordan from before the children of Israel until Israel passed over, the, over their heart melted. The next phrase said, they, neither was their spirit in them anymore. 
because of the children of Israel. Mm. I'm feeling something now. I'm walking towards my wife. I'm really feeling something. I remember 50, they used to say some odd years ago, right? I remember she was young, pretty. Now she's old and pretty. It's like me and Brother Benny. Come here, Brother Benny. We, we used to be young and good looking. Now we're just good looking. You can be seated now. That's all. His head's getting so big he can't. But I'm telling you, when, when she walked in that back door, that old block building in Dresden, Tennessee County, Weekly County, is that right? Weekly County? Are you listening to me? <laughs> Looked like she was crying there for a while. But when she walked in there and I was standing, I don't even know what side the groom, uh, the, the groom stands on. Where did he stand on? This side or that side? This side over here. And I, I looked back there and she come in there. Her daddy was crying and boo-hooing, about to pass out on the floor. Not really, but, but uh, when, I walked, when I saw that beautiful girl walk down that aisle, I started grinning from ear to ear, and then I've been grinning from year to year since then. But I'm telling you, I looked at her. Whoa, my God. Have you ever seen anything that just took your breath? I'm telling you, our worship and our lives ought to be so much that when the world sees us, they go, wow, Woo! I'd like to have some of that. I'd like to have that. Go ahead and praise them. Come on, let's have a little church. Howbeit, verse 10, Kings, 1 Kings 10, 7, howbeit I believed not the words until I came and mine, eye, mine eyes have seen it. And behold, the half has not told me thy wisdom and prosperity exceeded the fame which I heard. I believed it not the words until I came and mine eyes had seen it. I preached the other night or other day Somewhere, there is no substitute for experience. I can tell you about it. Brother Stephen, I love you, man. You used to come here when you was about that long, didn't you? Now he's exceeding that. Have you ever received the Holy Ghost? Been baptized in Jesus' name? Long time ago. Right here. That's right. I'll probably baptize you. I don't know. Somebody. Who was it? Brother Henderson. Brian Henderson. Might need to do it again then. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Brian's a baptizer in Jesus' name. But you know what? That renewing of the Holy Ghost that you're about to get, nobody can tell you how good it is until you get it for yourself. KC, nobody can tell you how good it is. They can say it, but they don't know. And, oh, you don't know. Oh, God. Woo. Don't tell me how good your coconut pie is. Bring me a piece of it. Don't tell me how good your chocolate cake is. Come on, take a bite. And, oh, God, and you can see for yourself. You can see for yourself. Brothers are, I think I may have mentioned this other night. I'm going to mention it again because some of y'all don't even remember it. God told him to go to the Muslims. He said, they don't know you. They don't believe in you, God. How can I convince them about salvation in you? They don't believe in you. God said back to him, just get them in to my presence. I'll do the rest. 
There's some things you can't explain. You can talk about this God, this one God message, and you can tell everybody about it. But if you'll just get them into the presence of God, if you'll just get them around the throne, if you'll just get them into the, oh, where the Holy Ghost is falling, they can feel it for themselves. I have not seen, neither ear hath nor heard, neither hath entered the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them. Somebody ought to catch your breath tonight. Oh, you ought to lose this old earthly breath and catch the breath of the Spirit inside you. Come on, I don't. I, I get tired of telling you how good it is. You ought to come on. You ought to find it for yourself. You ought to take a bite of it for yourself. I'm getting in the exit lane. You may be seated just one more time. Happy are thy men. Verse eight, ten and eight. Happy are thy men. Happy are these thy servants which stand continually before thee. Which what? Stand continually before thee. You can't be happy in and out. You're not going to impress the world, but you've been half in and half out. Come on, there, there, there's the old, there's the old pastor part in me again. Come on. Come on, you ought to get in here and stick it out till Jesus comes. You ought to stay in here till Jesus comes. Come on, come on, it's time for you. Some of you have had a backsliding spirit. He said, I will heal their backsliding. It's time you get healed of backsliding. I said, it's time you get healed of backsliding and never have a backsliding experience again. Are they that stand continually before me? Blessed are those that dwell in his house. They will still be praising him. Miserable is the person half in, half out. In sometime, out sometime, in sometime. You better hope Jesus comes while you're in. Oh, yeah. Oh, but she saw them, these men that were continually before him, and she said, happy are they. I don't know how you can be apostolic and Pentecostal and Holy Ghost filled without being happy. No, everything's not going to be fine. I did learn 23 years ago, if you will, I did learn I could be sad about some things but happy about other things. You can be happy and sad at the same time. But I tell you what, I want to show the world. I want to show the world a happy man, an excited man, a thrill man. Woo, come on now. I'm closing. Come on up here if you want to. You know what? Luke 11, 31, I didn't give you this verse. If you want to throw it up there, you can. But the queen, the Bible says, is going to rise up in judgment against the other part. She come from the, the queen of south shall rise up in the judgment with the men of this generation and condemn them, for she came from the utmost parts of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And, next verse, a greater than Solomon is here. Behold, a greater. I'm not talking about Solomon tonight only, but I'm talking about one that's greater than Solomon is here, and his name is Jesus. That's what impresses me. That's Oh, that's what I want to get to. I, 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 I've seen a lot of this world. There's an old song that says, I've seen all this world. I want to see, Sister Kim. I've seen a whole lot of it. But I'll tell you what I'd like to do. I'd like to see Jesus again. I'd like to feel his presence one more time. I'd like to touch him. Come on in. I'd like to touch him. I'd like to touch him one more time. A greater than Solomon is here. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace. 
We don't have to mealy mouth our way up here, but we can come praising God, loving God, come right to the throne of grace that we may obtain, obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Before the cross, before the cross, you wasn't supposed to go into the Holy of Holies. Only certain people could go there behind the veil. But at the cross, when he died and hung there on the cross, what happened, Brother Patton? You know what happened? The veil of the temple was rent in from top, not from earth, but from top to bottom, from heaven to earth. And you know what? You and I as a lowly sinner can walk right into the presence of God tonight and approach the throne and approach the throne. Somebody ought to say, I'm willing, I'm ready, I want it, saints. Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, yes. A greater than Solomon is here. Reach out and touch him tonight. A greater than Solomon is here. Reach out and touch him.
stepped out at all tonight, would give God some praise right now. If there's somebody in the room, you've been timid, you've been scared, you've been afraid of what somebody would think about you, I want you to just let go and realize who is in the room right now. Why don't you realize that the King of Kings, the most important person in the room, is here right now. Don't worry about your neighbor. Don't worry about your family. Don't worry about your friend. Just give God praise. Come on. Come on. Come on. Let loose. Be free. Don't let your shackles hold you any longer. Dance your shackles off. Dance your chains off. Dance your, your shackles off right now. When I think about Jesus, what is that for me? When I think about Jesus, I wish I'd be free. We're about to pray. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. King is in the room right now to take care of the need. King is in the room right now to take care of that need. In the name of Jesus. I pray, God, that your spirit would just touch this need right now. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let fresh anointing oil fall from heaven right now in the name of Jesus. Let it fall from heaven right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Isn't it something powerful? We get in the presence of the Lord. We never, we never need to take, take it for granted when we get the opportunity to be in the presence of the Lord. It's always an honor. It's always a privilege. It's always a thing that we must bring honor to. We must honor it. We must respect it. We don't need to walk through these doors ever again and disregard the fact that the Holy Ghost is here. That God Almighty is here. We lift our hands in holy wonder before Him right now and just give Him praise. Come on, we've danced with our feet. We've shouted with our mouths. We've clapped our hands. We've stomped our feet. But right now, why don't you give a sacrifice of praise, which the Bible says is the fruit of your lips giving thanks unto his name. Come on. Come on. Give him a holy praise right now. Give him praises of wonder, praises of splendor right now. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. You're so holy, God. You're so holy, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's give the Lord one more hand clap of praise tonight. Thank you, Bishop Wilson, for obeying the Lord, speaking the word of the Lord to us. Father, we thank you for everything you've done in this place, God, for filling people with the Holy Ghost, for setting people free tonight, for renewing people and healing people. We believe it, God. We know you have done it. We thank you, Jesus. God, we pray that you would put this word in our hearts, that it be sown in the good ground, that it would bring forth much fruit, some 30, some 60, some 100-fold. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. And everyone say amen. Can be dismissed tonight in Jesus' name. Continue to keep Trevor working your prayers, if you will, tonight. Thank you.